Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay. Jury. Daily. Daily. Dot com. Nailed it. All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Jury Daily Takeover by the Young Family Podcast. It's your host, Eric Young. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host... The TBC. Hi, TBC. Hi, you there. How's your night going? Good. All right. Uh, We're doing this for the last time. It's the last time, TBC, ever, ever, that there will be this iteration of us podcasting. Not ever. I guess there's a possibility that Justin... There's a chance that Justin likes what we did and says, you know what? I think I could take vacations more often and... I know that I'm in good hands. My listeners are in good hands. My goodness. So this could, you know, become maybe we're going to be like a weekly um a weekly guest. <laughs> like every Wednesday <laughs> here from the Young Family podcast. Or you know what I'm saying? This you go, bro. Like, take take a Wednesday off. Take every Wednesday off. We're here for you. Young Family podcast got you covered. Uh it's a possibility, but probably not. More than likely, this will never, ever, ever happen again. Not Certainly not at this phase of life. Sure, maybe it'll happen again down the road, but we're going to be different people then. So let's savor this moment. Let's savor tonight. Savoring. Savoring commence. Uh, we got some great things to talk about as usual. A little bit of news, a little bit of email action from a very... It, this. Let's just say it. It's going to be the most important email that we read the entire time of the Jury Daily takeover. Uh, that will be at the end of the episode. Um, but to kick things off, we, uh, we're going to do what we do best, Carolyn, and that's talk about ourselves. Um, so as we've addressed, we're wrapping it up. This is our, our last time that we're going to be hosting the uh, Jury Daily takeover by the Young Family Podcast, but what is next for us? Uh, what, you know, the last episode, I think we titled it Not All Rainbows. You know, I think that that exposed a lot about us. Maybe it even came off as a slightly dark. <laughs> <laughs> what can we say for the listeners about us moving forward? Are we going to make it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I um actually we are going to make it. We're going to make it. That's that's what humans in general do. We persevere, we survive. It's what we do best. We're going to make it, but it ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to be party to the 
the living and unfolding disaster uh, in a beautiful way that is the young family. Um, then, you know, there are several ways that you guys can can stay with us and be on this this magical journey of parenthood uh, along with us. And uh, certainly we've dropped the the information on how to tangibly do that via the internet. Um, bit.ly slash young family podcast, all lowercase. Uh, that's it. That's the way to, to jump on this train. And we want to keep it going. Carolyn, we were just talking about our new potential schedule. What, what, what are we going to aspire to for the listeners? Yes, yeah, so our goal uh, moving forward is going to be a similar format. We think that this has been attainable for us and has been working. Um, so I think we're gonna. Our goal is going to be twice a week, uh, like Monday and Wednesdays. We'll be posting mm-hmm. um, fifteen to thirty minute podcast. Um, so you know, about eight a month, and you know, just kind of updating on our life, our struggles, our joys. We'll ha- you know, we'll laugh, we'll cry. Yeah, we'll do emails. We'll totally melt down like yesterday. Possibly. They're, they're, we're good for at least one of those a month. There's no telling. I mean, yeah, we yeah we don't really know what's in store, and that is really the cliffhanger of the Young Family podcast. Is like, you know, if people say as the kids grow up that things get easier, but then we also have some people in our family that are just like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like the challenges, just um, perhaps maybe they um, decrease in volume but they increase in severity i think that they're just different they are different but like they become like as kids grow older and they are you know certainly their own individual people and you know they their crises become existential it's not like you know oh uh, I, I fell in some mud and now I need to change my pants. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's like, who am I as a person? Uh, you know, and, and, you know, dealing with those challenges as they continue to grow up, um, it just becomes trickier. It's not as simple as pairing, uh, changing a pair of soiled pants. Um, so anyway, I think we've made the most compelling case (laughs) to stick with us here in the Young Family Podcast uh, that could possibly be made. And and we would just love it if you did. So again, that's uh, bit.ly slash Young Family Podcast. We also want to say thanks to my older brother, Justin. Of course. A.K.A. Jury, A.K.A. The Jerbs. uh, The man that has built... The palace in which we have occupied for the last uh, two weeks. And uh, I want to say, I'm going to get sentimental for a moment. I'm really freaking proud of him. You know, I'm proud that uh, of what he's built and um, the community that he's created. Because certainly that's what we're aspiring to do with mm-hmm. the Young Family Podcast. Yep. And I think if anything, uh, him uh, graciously allowing us to, you know, tend to his audience... Uh, for the last two weeks has really just lit a fire under our ass because it's given us this extremely real and tangible feel of what it's like to see the community 
once it's been, uh, gr you know, grown, uh, I think it's motivated us uh, even more uh, to keep going. It's shown us really, really, you know, a, a concrete format that works for us. So, uh, Justin, Robert, Young, you rock, kid. Really proud of you, and thanks for what you've uh, for what you have allowed us to do for the last two weeks. Yes, and a special thank you to the fans who have continued to listen while Justin is was away. I wonder what percentage of the listeners that actually is, by the way. <laughs> and we have had a few emails, more than I thought. So, I mean, I think that we, you know... We didn't scare away everyone. Exactly. Uh, with that, let's get into the news. So maybe one of the ways that uh, we've failed as guest hosts of Jury Daily is that there is a platform called Discord that um, Jury Daily listeners contribute ideas and uh, funny things that are going on. And uh, most importantly, news stories. <laughs> so Carolyn, you and I, we've been scouring the internet on a daily basis, trying to... Um, curate the best collection of stories that we could bring to the listenership when really the listeners are the ones that are providing us with that information and specifically what they want to hear discussed. Uh, so, whoops. Um, but somebody actually tipped us off with a, uh, a story here from an outlet called Adage. Title reads, The North Face used Wikipedia to climb to the top of Google search results. Campaign from Leo Burnett, tailor-made updated photos with images of brand raises flags with Wikipedia editors for violating user terms. Uh, so, Carolyn, in a nutshell, basically, Wikipedia is like an open forum, right? Right. That's the whole reason why your teacher always yelled at you for citing Wikipedia when you were in school. Because it's anyone can contribute any of the copy or any of the images. So the brand, the North Face. I, I didn't know. Is that is it really the North Face? Or is it just North Face? I thought it was just North Face, but I guess it is the North Face. Anyway, that's like that's another reason why this company is stupid. If the if their name is actually the North Face, like we get it. Just get to the meat of the name. It's North Face. Anyway, um, so these guys, these jabronis. They go ahead and they use Wikipedia um, by making a whole bunch of custom pictures that have uh, people wearing their products in it. So, like, if you were to uh, search for the Great Pyramids on Wikipedia, then the banner image that comes up at the top of the Wikipedia page would be the Great Pyramids, but with somebody, like, standing like in the foreground wearing like a North Face fleece. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that they thought that this was going to be just basically like a flash in the pan stunt. It would get trending it on well. social media. I, I think it's more of that like um like any news is good news 
kind of outlook, yeah. you know, where they're just like, whatever, people, At least are, we're in the news. people are gonna talk about us for the 24 hour news cycle, uh, whether it's great or not. Um, you wanna know why I think that this tactic, though, is even douchier and it has these like um, more damaging effects than, than anything is because, you know, like the, like the example I just gave you. Academia's stance on Wikipedia for as long as I can remember. So for as long as Wikipedia has been around because I was in school before Wikipedia really, you know, developed into uh what it is today. But Academia's always not just frowned upon it, but outright shunned it, ridiculed it, completely slammed it and never gave it the time of day. Every professor, every teacher they they would just laugh you out of the room if you are trying to cite Wikipedia, right? Yeah. And and what and what is the thing that they always say? Well, anyone, anyone can, can anyone can contribute anything to it. So you know what Wikipedia did over the years? What they've been doing for the last decade? I think they've been around for at least fifteen years or something like that. I think yeah, at least eighteen. Yeah, is they have been developing this militant observation of their platform and the information network that they put out there into the internet and it is guarded with like every single fiber of their being to maintain the integrity okay i'll give you an example my friends and i in college we tried to put fraudulent information on dan marino's wikipedia page you know who dan marino is yeah quarterback for the miami dolphins right right Buddy of mine <laughs> once made the claim that Dan Marino invented the hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> so in a real so in a conversation, he really says he's like, yeah, no, Dan Marino invented that. We like we're like, well, maybe you're thinking of like Johnny Unitas, like who is credited for inventing the forward pass, which is true. That's like some deep NFL history, right? So as a joke on my friend. Um, uh, that made that claim, my other friends and I, we go on to Wikipedia and we go on to Dan Marino's page and we say, Dan Marino, we go down a couple of sections deep to like innovations and like advancements. I think we even created that section and we wrote a paragraph about how Dan Marino invented the forward pass. It was... The hard pass? Excuse me, the hard pass. Yeah, how he invented the hard pass. It was removed from Wikipedia within... 30 minutes. Really? Gone. That's fast. And this was back in the mid-2000s. All right? That's when I realized that Wikipedia is not effing around. Yeah, I mean, they have, like, a team of people who are there perfecting and trying to hold the integrity of their site. Right. You know, to a higher standard. Right. And so here, North Face is just peeing all over that. Right? <laughs> yes. It's, it's setting us back, North Face. You know what it's doing? It's setting back the kid that could have his book report done in about 20 minutes. Maybe not the book report, but like just the report, right? Say he's doing a report back to the Great Pyramids, right? Now we live in an age where all you have to do is just type in Great Pyramids. You look up Wikipedia, it is a instantaneous, super comprehensive breakdown on what the heck is the deal with the Great Pyramids, right? The report could be done in 20 minutes. 
if people, if academia believed in the integrity of Wikipedia. And they will eventually, down the road. But it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a process. And North Face, you're setting us back. I mean, I don't really think that North Face should have done should have done that. I know. I agree. I mean, like they really took the time to like basically edit all of these pictures, which did put their name in there. But for one, I mean, I think that they even said that um, they collaborated with Wikipedia to be able to do this. Then Wikipedia was like, "Oh no, like you did this like all on your own," mm. and now like we're basically going back and you know fixing all of these. You know, images and... Wikipedia had some choice words for North Face. And uh, North Face, um, you're dead to me. Moving on to emails. All right, TBC. Uh, so uh, we did promise that the most important email of the Jury Daily Takeover was going to be read later in the show. And it is, but we're going to read another one first. Uh, this one from Marcus M. Titled Dayton Weatherman. I want to say the weatherman was totally right and Dayton was devastated by tornadoes that night. He is a hero for taking a stand and saved lives. Marcus from Ohio. Yeah, that's powerful. Uh, yeah, things. I mean, I agree that the weatherman was in the right for taking a stand. Yeah, I just thought that maybe a few, like maybe they think that they're pathetic, was a little bit harsh <laughs> being like on the news. But I agree that like, you know, they needed to, you know. You know, like, stop. Like, it is important to be focusing on the weather and these... Because the tornadoes are, like, the worst that they've been in, like, years. And we've had so many horrific tornadoes. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I definitely agree that, you know, it was good that he took a stand and... The thing that I am wondering, what happened to that weatherman since his outburst went viral? I mean, I heard it on the news, like on the radio, like all day today, you know, people like talking about it and... Right. But did he get reprimanded by his employer? Does he still have a job? Yeah. I Normally have... when these sort of like PR slip ups happen, like you're toast, you're immediately gone because there are 9 million trillion other trained weather people out there that are just, you know, next one up for that job. And... um or is, I don't know, is the is the Weather Channel standing, or just the news channel, standing by that dude? I mean, hopefully, he, I haven't heard, but I do hope that he still has a job and... Worth further research. Um, without further ado, everyone, as promised. Most important email of the Jury Daily Takeover, and it is from none other than TBC. You want to let him know? Um, this email is from Gloria Young, the one and only. Gio, Gloria Young, the mother to both myself and jury. She finally wrote in, and she picked the best time to do it, our finale. Um, and because, really, the headliner of this event is Gloria Young, that's why her email comes last. Uh, so, 
My mom writes, feedback on your 529 podcast. Uh, first paragraph is all about how Carolyn and I should take a vacation, and she details very, very uh, specific plans on how she can help to make that happen. We're not going to bore you guys with those details, but uh, in the second paragraph, she says, also... Thanks for your vote of confidence for my presidential run in 2020, but I also agree with the TBC that voting for a candidate that has a true chance of winning is really critical, especially in these very trying, politically charged times. I'm right. She doesn't even agree with being voted for. (laughs) Because the elections are important. The elections are important. Uh, <laughs> it makes my brother's vote even more hilarious. No, it doesn't. No. The end of her uh, email says, I also agree 100% with the weatherman, the weatherman in Dayton, Ohio. You don't mess around with tornadoes. He has a duty to warn people about such danger. I would have also been rather perturbed if people preferred to watch The Bachelorette over a life-saving weather warning. Well, you know, on the other note, just want to add one more thing about the tornadoes. They happen out of nowhere. Uh Whereas, like, we here in Florida, when we have, like, a hurricane coming... We have more or less like days to prepare. We see the storm coming, you know, from the Caribbean or, or, you know, out, you know, out in, you know, the ocean. And we have time to buy the food and kind of prep. With tornadoes, that's not the case. So yeah. it's like. You have nothing but perhaps just the weather man. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. To kind of say, you know, get under shelter, which is why I think he was so mad and said, you know. We live in 2019 where I have the ability to come interrupt what you're watching and forewarn you that some horrific act of nature is about to happen. Like, shouldn't you appreciate that, that convenience? Imagine if this were 150 years ago. Heck, even just 100 years ago or maybe even less, right? Guess what? No such technology exists. And the tornado just whips through your house like a steam train, wiping out everything that you know and love, right? Uh, so I think it is duly noted at this point, weatherman. A hero. Yeah. Somebody let me know if, if this guy still has a job or not. Uh, but with that, folks, the TBC and I are bidding you all adieu again. It has been such a rousing pleasure to... Um, be your guest hosts for these two weeks and uh, realize exactly how challenging it is to talk and talk and talk and talk some more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Where can everyone find the Young Family Podcast one last time, TBC? It's bit.ly slash youngfamilypodcast, all lowercase. Big hug and a kiss one more time from the TBC and myself, deuces and until next time hopefully on the young family podcast bye
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>